1: you live on tape on this Sunday, February 11, 2024. It is the Super Bowl. Everybody's been waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting all year, and then you don't want the day to come because that means it's the end of the NFL season, but it has arrived. Two weeks of hype, and here we are. Chris, do you know the Roman numerals for today's Super Bowl? Uh, uh, M? No, wrong. Try again. L. L, L correct, you got one. LV? LV, yes! I, I, I. I. you're looking somewhere. Bullshit. Boom.
0: I'm really not...
1: I'm really not. I
0: just knew it was
1: M or L. You're looking somewhere. Nobody knows it's L-V-I-I-I. Anyway, it's Super Bowl 58, folks.
0: Well, you got got to remember that in recovery, we give away medallions that are all Roman numerals.
1: So did you know it was 58? I knew it was 58, yeah. Oh, okay. I did not. I've lost track of all of them. The the numbers and the Roman numerals, and I, I had to look that up, so... Uh, But kudos to you if you really got it. I doubt it, but whatever. Uh, Super Bowl 58 featuring the one and only Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs against Kyle Shanahan's San Francisco 49ers. I mean, this is the Super Bowl I I, I would imagine probably was the leader in wagering in the beginning of the year. I thought you were going to say
0: featuring the one and only Taylor Swift
1: no no I'm done I'm done with Swift I can't do it anymore I can't even talk about it I don't care about it I you know it's not even something that registers that it's bothered me past the point that I even care she's just there you're gonna hear about it there's nothing any of us can do about it so it just goes in one ear out the other you know uh, I I get it she's coming to the game now she flew back from Tokyo uh, I don't know it was on TMZ it popped up on my feet somehow I you know whatever. Uh, she's, yeah. I mean, she's, gr- she's great for the sport. That's, you know, is she great for the sport? That's, that's my question to you right now. Is Taylor Swift great for the sport?
0: No, it's just, it's what everyone keeps saying. Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I, I had one too many pops last night. So you're going to have to confuse me as I'm speeding up here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So, it's sh- sh- We could give a fuck as like football fans. We don't give a shit. Like the great Taylor Swift's there. Like yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I obviously she's had an impact on the media. She's had an impact on the coverage. Uh, you know, oh, lo- they, they love it. This is they're all about it. This yeah. is their job. This yeah. is like this makes more headlines. I just wonder if it actually has some kind of long term impact. I, I believe because you know her fans are what you know twelve year old girls. You know, twelve no. to twelve to no. twenty one year old girls.
0: No way, dude! All look Aunt at my girl? wife, dude. Look oh, at my wife. She a Taylor Swift fan? All of her friends are like Ugh. going all the way up to like you know. Yeah, dude. They everybody loves her. Man, they just had a bachelorette party and it was Taylor Swift themed.
1: Oh no! Really? Oh God! Yeah, how and you, all the gr- how do you how do you tailor a party to Taylor Swift? Taylor, 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 Taylor. You you how do you, tailor you dr- to like
0: they. They all dressed in the different, uh, uh, according to the different albums, like the different eras or whatever. Oh,
1: god! We have Taylor Swift eras. I I don't know. I
0: okay. got I, I didn't I didn't know that either. That's that's what Alyssa was calling them. I,
1: I, yeah. All right. It's it's already way too much Taylor Swift talk. Uh, but yes, she will yeah. be in attendance today, as will her boyfriend Travis Kelsey. As uh, Travis Kelsey props are going crazy left and right, uh, especially the MVP uh, vote. But we, I guess, because what the general public has a twenty percent say in the MVP. Um, I think the fan vo- yeah, I think fan voting is about twenty percent. So I yeah, you know, it would be tough for me to see him winning it over Mahomes. Right, because, I mean, if, if his numbers are through the roof, Mahomes' numbers are going to be through the roof, and they would give it to Mahomes, I would imagine, over Kelsey. You know, it, it would have to be, Kelsey, to win the MVP, would have to have gaudy numbers, but Mahomes would have to have mediocre numbers. Maybe a couple of picks, you know, low yardage but high touchdowns you know something like that yeah i i
0: can't imagine i can't imagine I, I just can't imagine him winning the the mvp i don't i don't see that happening
1: Yeah, I don't either, Uh, but we'll get into those in the prop bets, uh, and we can talk about that. So, let's just start off talking about the game itself. Like we said, Super Bowl 58 LVIII, it will be broadcast tonight at 6.30 on CBS. So, you will get your uh, hello friends, Jim Nance, and I love the game, Jim, Uh, Tony Romo. And they will be doing the broadcast, so we, we will have to be tortured by that. Uh, Nance I, is fine. I like Nance. He's, he's long in the tooth here. I, you know, I, all these announcers are, for whatever reason, when we were growing up, all these guys got their first jobs, and now you know we have kids, and they're, <laughs> and we have kids, and it's the same friggin' announcers that we had when we were growing up. So I mean, with the exception of a couple, you know, Summerall and Madden who, who are gone in, in heaven, but. Um, you know, I Nance is fine. I, I like for him to pass the torch along to somebody else, but Romo, I, I I can't take, I can't do it. Um, I really just think he's an awful listen. And I've always said that, and now I, I read a lot more people getting vocal about how terrible he is. You like him or no? Yeah, I like him. You do. Oh. Do you like him for his ability to pick plays before they happen? No,
0: I I just, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't say I like him. I don't, I don't, I don't go from, I I don't look at it that way. I look at it as like,
1: do you annoy me? Okay. Oh my God. Do you annoy me? I I mean, hello. Yes. How does he not annoy you? Hey Jim, you know, this game is so great. Can you see Patrick Mahomes? He's so awesome. The things that he does, it's just, it's unbelievable to see him do it in action. Like Chris (sighs) Collinsworth annoys me. Yeah. Okay. Well, you and the entire nation. I, I I get that. But okay. So Collinsworth annoys you. Romo does not. Um, uh. Greg <sighs> Olson annoys me. I. You know what? Everybody loves Greg Olson, and I also do not. I'm I'm with you on that one. I think he's a bore. Yeah.
0: I, he's just a tool. He's like he's fucking. He's trying so hard to. He he tries too hard to do it. Like Romo, Romo doesn't bother me because he doesn't try. He just he just <laughs> yeah, he he really just does it. it.
1: He I, he's like a bizarro, terrible Madden at this point. You know, I mean, it's he just, just says he just says whatever's on his mind, and and that's it. But sometimes you it's know, terrible. I, sometimes it doesn't make sense. It's uh, not supposed to. It's Tony, <laughs> it's Tony Romo. I guess but sometimes his references are just. Dirt poor. I'll give you, I'll give you like a very like Chris Collinsworth,
0: for instance, will be like, I, I, it was, I'll, I'll give you, Francis, uh, exact example from week 18, I think it was, week 17. And it was like the Packers had just come off a, a brutal loss in like week 16, and they were highlighted on week 17. And they made a couple good plays in a row, and Collinsworth goes, like this, this is why they're one of the, you know, this is why nobody wants to play the Packers. They're one of the best teams in the, in the, in the, uh, in the world right now. It's like,
1: what yeah, I the know. fuck are you talking about? Many people have the same thoughts on Collinsworth is that he also just throws shit out, you know, into the game, across the microphone and just bludgeons people's ears. Um, and yes. he's like, you know, sm- you know, sw- swarmy, smirky, you know, smirky, you know, he's a dickhead basically. Um, yeah. He's
0: just like, don't you know my opinion and how much my opinion matters? Like, no, dude, nobody cares about your fucking opinion. Just talk football. That's all we care
1: about. Again, and, an, and another, a, another broadcaster who's turned into a lifer. Like they just don't want to get rid of him. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, and Al Michaels, I mean, God, that guy's 80 now. I, I forget how old he is, but you know,
0: the, I actually don't, I don't mind Al Michaels.
1: I don't mind him either, but it, like move on, like just go on. There's other guys. You know, Spiro Dinis is going to be you know up there, and Iron Eagle's been around for a while, but some of these old term guys, it's just like hanging up. You know, I mean, Nance. You know, I think Nance gave up everything now except for football. Right? He gave up college basketball last year, so I think this is going to be the first year without him this year. Um, and so now he just does basketball, but you know, I mean, he just does football, but give up football too. You know, go right off in the sunset. What's what's the, the what's the
0: what's the um, announcer's name that that. The guy that there's the play call or whatever you, what do, what do you call the guy who play like, by uh, play
1: uh, play by play in color
0: color color the the color guys like tony Romo Chris Collins yes. was, right yep yeah
1: Olson yeah et they,
0: yeah the the color guys that some of these networks hire are
1: just brutal yeah i you know i they don't have to do too much, I just wish they were better you know and, and I don't. I don't know if they just try too hard. I think most of the guys that I find are, like, boring. People gravitate toward, like, the educational broadcasters. So that's why people love Olsen, I feel, because they say his analysis and his game breakdown is spot on. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying when I listen to the guy, I just I don't care. Like, he's just not a personality for me. He's just, he's just him. You know, I I don't know. Maybe I just gotta give him a, another chance. But Romo, I just don't like because he's too much personality. You know, Olson has none. Romo has too much. Um, and you know, I guess, Romo Romo
0: ain't going anywhere. Chris Collinsworth ain't going anywhere. Greg Olson, however, is done. He's done so because he can, Brady's
1: in. But but I mean, they keep talking about Olson moving. So maybe Olson replacing Romo. I read that rumor. You know them blowing. R-Romo Not out. a fucking chance. I don't know, man. I I was reading some article and I'm trying to think if it was on the, uh, if it was on what was it on? It might have been the Ringer or somebody. But they were talking about how uh, I don't remember. But anyway, um, they were talking about how it's kind of audible now. How Nance just kind of doesn't like Romo, and now I'm actually listening for that, uh, and I can understand because Romo is a fucking hammer, but. Um,
0: Someone's gonna hire him and he'll get a job the next day. ESPN will probably fucking pray to have him.
1: Well, ESPN doesn't have a slot because their Monday night is filled. They have Buck and Aikman. Yeah, for now.
0: But that they're gonna they're gonna eventually have everything.
1: NBC, you know, if Romo was to get punted and let's say they punted Romo and they brought in Olson because Brady is taking over Fox, I could see NBC finally you know, kicking Collinsworth to the curb and then putting Romo there instead.
0: Or or Amazon. Amazon just s- snagging them up for, you know, their Thursday nights until they get even more.
1: I guess. I mean, Herb Street's in there. Herb Street's probably a cheap get. You know, Herb Street's not bad. He just, you know, pro football is not his jam. You know, he's much better at college. No, I, I
0: Herb, Herb Street will be better as the years go on. I mean, I, I actually... I, don't, I like Herb Sheet. I think Herb Sheet's great. He's great for college, man. I, I He's great for enjoy... college.
1: Pro isn't his thing. Um, but I every, year.
0: He knows everybody. He knows everybody for college. It's crazy how he knows all those kids.
1: Yeah, and I, I thought, I don't know, I, I thought it was going to translate a little better than it has, but I think this year he's better than last year. It man. will, though. It will as the years, you know, he's going to start to, the longer
0: he's in it, the more he's going to start He's going to know the kids that came out and where they were. They were, you know, he'll be able to do the analysis of how they were in college translating to how they were in in the pros.
1: Yeah. Uh, again, time is the X factor. I'm watching the game NFL Network Game Day morning coverage of the Super Bowl, and they just brought on Cynthia Fraulein. She's another one of my uh, my favorites here. Have you uh, list? Have you followed Cynthia Fraulein and her? Uh, rise to mediocrity.
0: I, I have not, no.
1: <laughs> she she came on as years back, maybe four years, five years ago, I think probably pre-COVID. It's um, she, when everybody was, be- because analytics is everybody's thing right now, right? And data analytics, it's, you know, sabermetrics, but in football. And so they brought on Line and they gave, I think they gave her a podcast. And she was the data analyst, the NFL Network's data analyst. And she was like, I, you know, it was boring as hell, but you know, my, my, uh, what do you, uh, what do go? My model predicts blah, blah, blah to win by, you know, three touchdowns is what my model says. Not a great broadcaster, but they were just married to her. She's a blonde, you know, attractive. I don't know. I, I guess some people would say she is. But, again, they just fell in love with her, and now they just throw her down everybody's throat in every NFL network coverage. So she's now... I don't know what they're talking about. I think they're talking... Oh, they're talking about odds or something, who scores. Um, And she is in a metallic, silver, like, two-piece suit. I I, I don't know what that... Why anybody let her out of the locker room like that. Fancy. Oh, my God. She's, like, glowing. It's, like... Stop. Enough of this. But anyway, I mean, you could probably see the same crap about our broadcast, but enough. All right, uh, game. Here we go. It is currently set at 49ers by two over the Chiefs. It has been there basically the entire two weeks. Uh, Maybe floated up a little bit to two and a half, floated down to one and a half. I think I saw it at one and a half just a little while ago, but uh, I checked... uh, Uh, DraftKings, that's where we're getting the stats. And it is currently minus 2. The over-under is 47.5. Right now, in terms of stats, these complement of the Action Network. The tickets and money are currently heavily in favor of the Chiefs. 66% 66% of the tickets are on the Chiefs and 75% of the money pool is on Kansas City as well. The Sharps, therefore, have pivoted and they have gone the other way and are now riding the 49ers. So it's probably the game that everybody wanted to start the season. I would, I would say it's the two best teams. Would you think that there's anybody else in consideration? I mean, maybe people thought that the Ravens were better than the, the Chiefs overall, but I don't, I don't know. I I, I think the two best teams are here. Um, yeah, the talent wise, I, well, I think, uh, I think people would push for the Ravens over the chiefs on the best team aspect. I
0: really thought, I really thought the bills were a better team than the chiefs, but oh, their uh, defense
1: was so chopped up at the end.
0: I'm I'm saying I I thought they were a better team. I really did. I I just I don't know. I don't remember. How did they? God, how how did they lose to the Chiefs?
1: Who the the Bills? The Bills two weeks ago in the divisional. Yeah, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. I Kansas City just kind of chopped them up. It was Mahomes. It was like Mahomes and Kelsey dialed it up. They didn't. They didn't really have an answer. If I remember right,
0: yeah, I I not rem- re- I'm not. I'm, I have to go I'm back.
1: So, and the, well, I mean, it was what now? Four 20, weeks ago.
0: Four weeks ago, yeah. Was four 27 weeks, 20, so that's A long time ago. Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Bills jumped out. Yeah, they they just shut them down in the second half.
1: Yeah, and I thought. Uh, let's see, Mahomes two fifteen that game. Kelsey was five for seventy five with two touchdowns. It was Kelsey. Remember, they just had no. I you know they had <laughs> the Bills had. Uh, who the hell did they have in coverage? They signed him off the. They signed him during the year, like off the waiver. The, the AJ Klein, right? AJ yeah. Klein was the guy. You know, they yeah, they shut, they shut. They
0: shut up. Yeah, they shut him down in the second half. They they didn't do fucking. They didn't do nothing. So I I thought uh, long and short of it, I thought. Buffalo was the better team, but Kansas City definitely has the experience and the talent to kind of beat anybody at this point. So, yeah, I would agree that I think this is probably the best matchup.
1: Yeah, I, I think at the beginning of the season, that's probably what people thought as well. Um, so you got what you what you wanted, uh, maybe not what Baltimore fans uh, wanted. God, they, uh, they really well, –
0: they fuck Baltimore.
1: I, look, they screwed themselves in that game because I don't know what kind of – offense they wanted to run but you know they abandoned the run and they abandoned
0: their they abandoned their whole offense
1: yeah and it made staggnolo so look amazing crazy it was so crazy it was like what are you doing I, I enough of this just a terribly cold game uh and then they lose the their defensive coordinator he pieces out uh becomes a coach so now they got and they did they replace him already uh, I'll have to do a, a recap of all the signings because there's been so many yeah they they got rid of uh, they got rid of him. What two years? They got this guy two years ago. Well, yeah, because they blew out Wink Martindale. Martindale, who yeah. oh, they couldn't stand anymore. Uh, he went to the Giants. Giants couldn't stand Martindale anymore, and then they they booted him too. And so Martindale then went. I think they noted it this week. Miami? No, I thought he went to Michigan to take over the DC uh, position. I thought I thought Wink. Oh no, that's Vic Van, Vic Fangio. Was he in? Miami. Well, Fangio was in Miami, and then they blew him out. Yeah. So, um, and it's just been a rotation. And that, that'll be, you know, a, a podcast for another time, all of the rotations. It's, it's a weird environment right now, I'll tell you what. Because look at, like, people like Chip Kelly, dude. That guy was the coach of UCLA and peaced out to be the OC at Ohio State.
0: Hell yeah. That's a much better gig, though, dude.
1: Well, I, I mean,
0: but you're a head coach. Like, yeah, but who fucking cares? And but there's no more Pac-12. That's why he left.
1: Well, I I Pac- think he left because I think a lot of these coaches now on the college level don't want to deal with all of this NIL bullshit. Who wants Who wants to do this recruiting? It it's got to be a nightmare. You got to recruit your players every year. So you go, you recruit them from high school, and then you got to keep them because everybody's trying to pill for everybody's players. It's nuts. So you be an OC, and then you just got to, you know, run football. Coach football, coach the offense, coach the defense, and that's that. Well, I think uh, think Ohio
0: State's going to be a much easier step uh, uh, on the ladder to get from the OC of Ohio State to the OC of a professional football team again.
1: Yeah, maybe, unless, look, I mean, Chip's best years have been in college football, so if I was him, I'd probably stay. But maybe, maybe he wants to make the jump.
0: What was it, Oregon?
1: Uh, Where Kelly came from originally? Yeah, they they pulled him from Oregon, and they pulled him to Philadelphia first.
0: He was so good at Oregon. He was so stupid to leave that program.
1: Well, and then he tried to—remember, they ran the offense where they wanted everything clocked on, you know, under a certain amount of time, and it was— I remember, yeah. It just didn't work out at all. He had the players to do it, too. He just—it just didn't work out. Yeah, now, when they brought him in, is that when they traded LaShawn McCoy? Or was that somebody else? I can't remember. Not yet. That wasn't— he got rid of he got rid of Jackson McC-
0: uh, uh, McC- uh, McCoy. Mac- I think he he sent McCoy and they no, got No, 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 Macklin, Mike- Macklin. Oh, I thought he. Yeah, got- he got he got rid of McCoy. He got rid of Jackson. He got rid of Macklin. Right? Yeah, they did he the
1: of- McCoy trade, and they did it for a linebacker, right? Buffalo. Yeah, they took the Buffalo linebacker, and I think Ki- it was Kiko. Some- Kiko was it Kiko Alonzo? Was that who it was? Because it was somebody he had. I thought at Oregon unless my, my my memory is just completely out of whack which right. it could be um but i again we digress here so uh anyway uh, back to the game at hand here Chiefs 49ers what do you what do you what do you think's going to happen here because everybody and their goddamn brother is on Kansas City and i hate to bet against Mahomes but i like why is everybody on Kansas City Does 49ers just not have a chance i don't I, i'm i'm trouble having a lot of trouble squaring it
0: well, just like dad said this morning to me, he said, uh, I'm just going to bet Kansas City because of Mahomes.
1: I said, okay. I, I feel like that's everybody's default explanation. It's, it's yeah, I mean, Mahomes it's, it's as an underdog. Just, why do you
0: think everybody bet New England for all those years? You didn't,
1: you know, because of Tom Brady. If you put these two teams against each other, though, like who's the better team? It's San Francisco. Uh, right? San Francisco has the better players for sure. You know, I mean, they're, they're flawed, for sure. Their run defense is fucking abysmal. Their quarterback decides to show up whenever he feels like it. But on the whole, you know, I mean, Kansas City, look, some things have fallen into place. Rice has taken over as the number one receiver. Kelsey is performing, uh, you know, up to par. Uh, Pacheco has kind of owned the ground. Uh, you know, and their defense has been okay. Their defense hasn't been as good as it was, you know, in spots. It's been a little shaky here. Um, Spagnolo has done a good job. He did a great job uh, blitzing in the Baltimore game. Um, but, you know, like a lot of things have gone Kansas City's way, I feel. Baltimore calling a shit game, the Bills having a, a, sh- a really terrible defense. You know, like, I mean, things could have went a completely different way for Kansas City. I, I Say the same for yeah. for the 49ers. You know, I mean, the 49ers probably should have lost both those games, no? Uh, they sh-
0: 100% should have lost both those games. And that's that's the, the piece to this that I think everybody's remembering is that they shouldn't even be here. And that's probably why everyone's leaning Kansas City's way.
1: Yeah, I, I again... Poor Lions, man. They just gave that fucking game away. And I, in my opinion, I, I know everybody went nuts over the field goals and all that kind of stuff. And I, I just, the logic of it doesn't make sense to me. I'll, I'll admit, I, I'm not a data analyst. I, I do like data analytics, and, and I have value in them. But there's no way that you could tell me not kicking the field goal in those spots is the right choice. Like 48 yards is not a colossal kick. It's a big kick. There's but-
0: there's just there's just no there's no way to break that down from a perspective of the viewer and not say I don't care who you are. Like as the viewer and everybody who can see what's happening. Like you, maybe if you're on the field and you're the coach and you're that type of guy and and that's just what you want to do that's the only justification for what he did. Outside of that, when you're the viewer and everybody is watching what's going on and everybody knows how good that other uh, up, how good your opponent is, you the, you can't you yeah. can't justify Take not kicking points. that ball. Take the like points your, or dude, try for the points. You, you're on the road, you're up by two scores. If you if you make that field goal at the beginning at the middle middle of the third quarter, you are now up by three scores, which means with the remaining uh, 20 minutes of football to be played, the San Francisco 49ers have to score three touchdowns yeah. to beat you.
1: it's the three scores, man. Get the three scores. Like, at worst,
0: they get two touchdowns and a field goal, and they tie it with without you scoring another point. But to beat you, they have to get three touchdowns. Like that's a lot in twenty minutes of football.
1: I, I, all of the data analytic analysts that have come out and they're all—I mean, the majority are just like he made the right Uh, call. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have kicked the ball. They all point toward uh, who's their kicker again? Was it Badgley? I forgot the fucking their kicker's name. But they always yes, you, you have it right. And they go to what a terrible kicker he was. Now the way that they get there is they kind of compartmentalize like his kicks at a certain yard. So I was listening to somebody from PFF and I think he said from 40, I don't know, 45 to 52 yards or 47 to 52 yards. He was on the left, on the left hash. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like he was horrific. He was 38%. Right. And it's like,
0: fuck you, dude. Seriously. That's the, that you're going to break this down. Yeah. Somebody like, else like, chopped like, off. Shut
1: somebody else chopped off like the first four years of his career. Um, and I I don't know, like I just, I pulled up ESPN and I just did 40 to 49 yards and he was like solid. Now I don't, you know, maybe a lot of those were 42 yards, 43 yards and not 48, but look, if your kicker can't kick a 48 yard field goal, then get a new kicker. That's that's or, 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 or or fucking do a fake field goal.
0: (laughs) You know, yeah. like line it up and do a fake fucking field goal. I do. J-
1: like it's, be- it's
0: better than it's better than throwing the ball to a no named Josh Reynolds who who fucking hasn't. Uh, there's a reason he got ki- ran out of fucking Los Angeles or the hell. I think he was in the Rams before that or whatever the fuck he was
1: before he was. Yeah, there. I mean he's junk. He should have held onto the ball and he didn't. So you know. So well, maybe. yeah. That's
0: why. It's why. I mean, there you go. He should have held to the ball. But he didn't. Well, that's because he's on his third team and.
1: Five years. Yeah. Uh, Point of all this is that, you know, these teams both have gotten gifts to get here uh, in in certain regards. So I I do think that the spread is fair at two points. Uh, I think that San Francisco is the better team, and they should be the favorite here. Again, the part that shocks me is just everybody's devotion to betting the Chiefs in this game. It's really, it's just crazy to me that it's so much. Now, it, it's not surprising that I see the Sharps then go toward the 49ers uh, because I'll, I'll be honest that that will be my pick in the game. Um, I'm not surprised at that at all. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that, uh, that nobody else is giving them a shot here. I, I thought it would be a little bit. I mean, the money pool being 75% in favor of the Chiefs. Wow. That's just a lot. Like all the I'm not. Season. I'm.
0: There's not a. You're not going to catch me betting the Chiefs in the Raiders stadium. It's just not going to happen. But that's just me from a, a football fan point of view. From a from a betting perspective, I just think the 49ers are the better team. And you're you're like I'm going to bet the the best players. I'm not going to bet the best team in the Super Bowl. I'm. It's just how I've always done it for some reason. I just bet who I think has the more more talent, not who I think is on a roll because I think talent outweighs, uh, you know, momentum. I, I just do. I, I think it's a big stage, and I know that Brock Purdy is only in his second year of football or third year, whatever it is. Uh, but I think that Shanahan's been here. Shanahan's no slouch to – Shanahan's awesome, uh, Shanahan's awesome. I mean, I, he's one of the best. So is coaches. Reed,
1: but Shanahan's awesome.
0: Oh, Reed's great. Reed Reed deserves to be first ballot Hall of Famer, hundred percent. There's no doubt about that. But Shanahan's, I mean, you you he has such a good plug and play offense or plug and play uh, system that I mean, year after year after year for so long now, his teams are just so competitive and they. It's, they're very tough. They're very tough to, with McCaffrey, dude, uh, he, he alone. What
1: a great pickup be, he was. That was such a great oh trade. God. Such a great trade. How inept are the Panthers? God, they suck.
0: I, I just, dude, nobody would have thought McCaffrey would have been this good though. Like he was just riddled with injuries. Everybody thought he was, I mean, he's only got another year or so before his career's over, but. Who? Uh,
1: McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Nah, he's got at least another four. He's got before,
0: four. before he declines. No way.
1: think he's got like a, one a, year and then it goes down, now I I would think that you probably he's have- 20, He's twenty eight he'll be twenty nine in the twenty in not
0: this not next season. The year after that, that he's done after next. Year. I
1: think I think he's got two years of being uh, you know stellar, significant, and then you got two years of being useful. That'll put him at at 32, and I think at that point, you know, I mean, I, what are you going to get out of him there? But, again, there's a lot. Of, I, I, I just think there's more uh, wear, you know, there's more tread on the tire for him. But, I, you know, again, that's just my personal opinion. But, yeah, 30 years old is usually, you know, the end of the road.
0: 28 now.
1: Yeah, right. So I mean, you got to give him two years. Not to mention he's in Shanahan's offense. Where no, I'm saying 28's the
0: new the new age range they're using for everybody.
1: Oh, you mean like going downhill? You're saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the I, the, de- the declining seasons start at 28.
1: Yeah, I don't. That that's what I've been trying to do the past couple of years in fantasy is not to touch 28 plus year olds because I you know that fall off just does happen so quick.
0: They're fine for RB twos, but you really want you really want a young guy who's going to start to blow up as the season goes.
1: Yeah, I, I man, think about McCaffrey could be like done. <laughs> I don't know; he's playing so well. I think he's got at least two more years, and I probably think four years of uh, utility, if you will. Two years of I still solid performance, and then two years of of you know contribution. It's
0: wild to think I've never had him on a fantasy team. Out of all the leagues I've ever played on, you know, never I, had him.
1: I, it's funny you bring that up. I don't remember if I have either, because he was always a one. I never get ones, and I like to go wide receivers anyway. So I don't know if I ever had Christian McCaffrey. Maybe in some random side league that I've done, but yeah, I, I don't remember. Never any year that I've had him. Uh, but I mean, he's been he's been winning, winning. Uh, get, titles for people that is for sure because he is he's had pretty good performance here um but back onto the the gridiron itself um i you know i think i'm picking the 49ers my concern with san francisco is just Brock Purdy like the run defense to a degree as well because it's so shitty for san francisco and you know reed might you know feed the ball to pacheco and let him chew up some turf And, you know, feed into Mahomes and what he does best. Um, So that is a concern. But my bigger concern for San Francisco is Purdy, man. Because that guy, we've talked about it all year long. What is the reason that Purdy, you know, his game sinks? Is it somebody being out? Is it this guy being out? That guy being out? I just think sometimes he doesn't show. You know, I know there was a rain game for sure. But then he took a half off last week. I don't don't know, man. I, I just... Purdy is – I think he's a great – you know, great? Yeah. yeah, he's a great quarterback when he comes up to play. But I just – there's no – there's no reliability. And that's what scares me about about this game and picking San Fran.
0: Yeah, I don't – I'm not really – I'm not really worried too much about San Francisco. I, I Like, if there were – if you have to pick a worry about who's going to come out and – play and you had to pick one of the two teams, like the their performance, I am not worried about San Francisco. I could make a solid argument as to why I would be worried about Kansas City, but I understand where you're coming from with the Purdy argument. Everybody's saying, you know, everybody's been talking about that. that. That's their only concern.
1: Yeah, I just don't know if he's going to show. And if he takes a half off, that's not going to really work out.
0: So, I, not not in this game. No. no, no. So, but with that said, Kansas City definitely has tendencies in their di- their mini dynasty they have going where they jump out to a big
1: lead and then stop playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, you know, these games that they've been playing have been you know close. You know, um, you know, for Kansas City. I just think they're not. They have the better quarterback, but I think they have the lesser team. Um, of course, Mahomes could just take. In, holy Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm fucking watching that NFL Network, and they just brought on Flavor Flav for the show. He is the Super Bowl showdown judge, Flavor Flav. <laughs> what What are we doing here, people? Come on. <laughs> I loved, I, I you know, uh, loved PE back in the day, but I, I don't need Flavor Flav as my as my showdown judge here. But yeah, we are two weeks of content here, and we are struggling to to down the stretch. We have run out of shit. That is,
0: it's a cool. show. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely like a performance.
1: Earlier today, they had the game day morning crew all put on Elvis wigs. And then do their predictions with Elvis wigs, and uh, it was <laughs> it's so horrendously bad. But I mean, I think it was actually funny bad because they they were trying their damnedest um, to to pull it off. But Elvis only has like a couple of sayings and a couple of of you know songs, so they were all using the same s- songs, and uh, it just it got to be a little. A little ridiculous, but um, they're really running out of content is the point of the story. So, uh, back to the game here. It sounds like you like the 49ers as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I Again, it could be a Mahomes show. Uh, I just, I, I, think that the San Francisco's got this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Over or under 47.5. Do you have any kind of lean on that? I was going
0: to do... I was looking last night. I was going to pull it down and go over. And I was thinking 20, I I think it's going to be like a 28, 24 game. So that puts it over anyway. But if it was like a 24, 21, that's 45. So I would bring it down to 43 and go over.
1: Yeah. I, I think I like the over. I think I like the over in this. I think that, you know, San Francisco's defense is is weak so I mean at least the run game is weak so I think that could lead to scoring uh from the Chiefs and then you know on the other side Kansas City's probably gonna blitz because Spagnolo loves it and I you know Shanahan is a fantastic offensive coordinator offensive coach and I I could see him you know dialing up a couple of plays to you know keep up with uh the Chiefs in, in a little bit of a race so I like the over here in the 47. Um, gun to my head—that's what I would do. Uh, can you say "gun to your head" anymore? I don't know, you know. In in twenty twenty four, but we do. Um. So, all right. With well, that said, let's get to uh, let's get to our bets. Uh, as soon as I pot up the goddamn uh, sound machine and then play the whistle. So, uh, that was terribly done. Bad job by me. So, uh, what are you going to do here with your wagers as of uh, right now? I uh, hit last week or two weeks ago a little bit. I ended up having uh, Kansas City and 49ers uh, money line, and then I hit one other. So I ended up the season – with 4800 bucks, I mean, not a great season at all. And I lost all my long-form bets. I was maybe pulling for Parsons, but I knew it was going to go to Garrett. So um, it was a, not a good season for me. What happened with you with uh, the two weeks ago? Plus, I don't think you hit anything, right? No, I lost my long-term bet because I needed
0: – I had the Lions, the Eagles, and the Niners. And then I had the Dolphins – The Bills and the Bengals. And when the Bills lost, that knocked me out of, that knocked me out. Those were all my long, my long-term bets. So that 1800 was down the hole. And then I hit, uh, I hit four of the, or three of the four, three of the four Gibbs, Gibbs got you, right? Gibbs got me, man. Gibbs got me, and Rachid Rice not scoring a touchdown got me.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Those would have been nice. So,
0: yeah. That
1: leaves you at what? 5,000 ish?
0: Yeah, 4,900.
1: Oh, wow. You're neck and neck. You still have me, but uh, way closer than it was previously. Um, All right. So, bankroll, I got 48. You got 49. Uh, You got the lead. So. Feel free to bet. Um, I there. I, I did not do many novelty props. I, I couldn't do much. Uh, at least here in Jersey, you can't bet on the national anthem. Um, I did some other ones, but uh, I don't know what. Can you do the Reba McIntyre national anthem down there in Florida or no?
0: No, they they they're really only offering basic, uh, a, you know, basic Super Bowl props. Okay. So nothing like their game specials are first. First half winner, first team to score, last team to score, total touchdowns, total sacks, uh, highest scoring quarter. It's it's nothing. It's nothing like 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 weird, you know?
1: Yeah, I got you. So, and for uh, the listeners at home, all three of you, uh, my brother lives down in Florida and they just got legalized sports gambling after, uh, you know, a multi-year battle. And so, his sports book is the Hard Rock, right, which is owned by the Seminoles. And then, you know, I, I live up here in New Jersey and I, you know, take your pick of whatever operator that you want to use. So, uh, you know, I, I usually use DraftKings for all these bets and and all the rest. They've got a huge inventory. FanDuel seems to be the the best tech in the business and obviously FanDuel and DraftKings are one and two. FanDuel being one. Um, so but they have basically everything under the sun that you could do here. The New Jersey just doesn't allow the over under on the Reba McIntyre uh on the whatever. Uh the Dude, I anthem. I was recently talking to somebody who is uh,
0: a part of that tribe, and it is crazy how much money they they get for being of the Native American descent.
1: For, by how? Like I, I don't, I don't follow. They're 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 all
0: granted money. They they all get they get paid just, just for being native American. Oh, like they, because, they, because we
1: stole their land and, and took their property. <laughs> yeah. I, guess I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so it, but it's wild how much they all get. It's like, it's on depending on, on how much of a percentage of native American you are is, is what determines how much, you know, you actually get.
1: Right. Well, it'd be interesting to find out, what the end result of the wagering situation in Florida is because currently they basically have a monopoly on the state of, of Florida because in order to wager, you need the servers to be on Seminole property. And that gives them like the loan ability in the state to offer, uh, digital betting. So, You know, other operators can't get in there because in order to get down there, you got to put a server onto Seminole property, and Seminoles aren't going to do that because they already have. Yeah,
0: server. yeah, but they already have, but they already beat out the loophole too because they they just have their they have their own uh, processing server processing uh, plant. Oh, what's it What's it called? Proce- um, transaction transaction processing. Uh, software and their own company to do that too. So when you deposit money via the bank, that money, that, that processing server is also on their land and is also owned by them. So those microtransactions are also now done by them. That was the loophole that they got screwed on the first time.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that end of it. I'm just familiar with the, with the fact that all the other operators are basically froze out. Of Florida because they they need to get servers on you know on, on Seminole. For,
0: now, yeah, for three for three and a half billion, you damn right they're going to get froze out.
1: Yeah, well, I I don't I all it'll be interesting to see what happens. I would imagine that the other operators probably team up and and you know lobby for some kind of suit. It sets a crazy precedent because if you go across the United States, any other place that has online gambling, if there are you know if there are Indian tribes in that state, I you know you wonder if they use the Florida case, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to to benefit them and freeze out other uh, operators. But, uh, you know, regardless here and there. So, um, that's why uh, our our wagering uh, inventory is different here because, you know, I have some things that Chris doesn't being in New Jersey and him being in Florida. So, um, you have the lead here, 4,900 to my 48. Uh, I'll kick to you, let you pick off and let everybody know what you bet first. Yes,
0: sir. So, I did one parlay with kind of what you would call normal, uh, you know, picks. I did 100. These are all going to be 100, so I have five or six of them. Uh, 100 to win (laughs) 4,000. Jesus. Uh, We got Reishi Rice, anytime touchdown.
1: Okay. McCaffrey.
0: McCaffrey,
1: two touchdowns. Gotcha.
0: Debo over rushing and receiving over eighty, oh,
1: and
0: okay. and Nick Bolton over eight and a half tackles.
1: Yeah, Bolton gets up a ton of tackles. Um, yeah, you know in this game, I, I could see, I could see him getting over eight eight and a half again here because I think there'll be activity on the ground for San Francisco. Um,
0: McCaffrey so, getting two touchdowns is gonna be the is gonna be the one that that jacks it up. Well, so to we'll
1: su- to ruin the suspense, I I actually have McCaffrey for two touchdowns as well. So yeah, uh, I, but I have him straight up. So again, uh, Chris's first multi-leg uh, parlay here will be Rice touchdown anytime touchdown McCaffrey two touchdowns. Debo over eighty yards receiving and rushing, and then Bolton over eight and a half tackles. One hundred for four thousand Buck. All right. So what else did you do? I did player to record first sack.
0: Okay. I got hundred to win eight fifty on Chase Young.
1: Wow. I didn't I, I I you know, I didn't even look at that. Those, I got to look at that after the fact. I don't have that in here, but I like the first sack. Yeah. So, I mean, it's young, either him he's or not really it's good. either. He's not good for much less, much more than that, actually.
0: No. I mean, Bosa's the go-to pick, but he's only like three to one odds.
1: Yeah. There's no juice there. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then player to record first defensive sack on the other side of the ball. I took Drew Tranquil. Okay. And and he's he's, he's jacked up right at. yeah it's 100 to win 2000
1: yeah i i can't see that one but i mean for the money why not now, i mean if he, if Drew's going to if tranquil's going to do
0: anything i don't see another player on that team uh blitzing as much as him that's the thing that's why i went tranquil's that's why i went with tranquil
1: now i don't have the market's up but It is first sack, not per team, right? It's first sack in the game. So you just covered yourself on either side. Yeah, you covered yourself on either side with the bets. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so first sacks. You got Young and Tranquil, 100 on each.
0: Yep. Um, I went first player to make an interception. (laughs) Okay. I, I went
1: Nick Bolton. You're going Bolton again? Okay. Yep probably and odds on that one That's 100 for what
0: 100 for 2000 okay then i did uh, anytime touchdown one player on each side and i did uh, i did defense so this, these are all defensive props um, i did bosa anytime touchdown
1: Jesus Christ. You really are swinging for the fences. Okay. Uh,
0: I mean, it's a, Super, it's a Super Bowl. Yeah, what are you going to yeah, no, do? I got you, know? you. I
1: got you. I got you. Have fun with it.
0: These aren't like, you know, you don't typically do these. Uh, Bosa is 50 to win 5,000. Yeah, I
1: was going to say it's got to be colossal.
0: Yep. And on the Chief side, I did Sneed. And he is 50 to win 2,500.
1: Yeah, I could see him being less than Bosa, that is. You
0: really got to hope for uh, like a sack, uh, a sack force fumble, Bosa grabs it and runs it in. That's the only way that happens.
1: Yeah, but I mean, hey, look, I mean, everybody remembers the the Steelers-Cardinals game when right. Harrison ran, you know, 99 yards, was it, for the right. in, interception yep. touchdown? So... Now I I did hear. Did you do any? Well, uh, continue on, and then I'll I'll obviously see if if you did or not. No, I that that those are all my bets. Oh, those are your bets. Okay, yeah. Did did you yeah. look at the MVP awards at all? Because I did hear people talking about trying to give Bosa the MVP. Um, trying to find out a defensive player, and Bosa right now is plus seventy five hundred for MVP. If, if.
0: If the 49ers win, McCaffrey's going to get it because McCaffrey should have been the MVP of the league.
1: Uh, you think he should have been the MVP of the league? I mean, he got the offensive player of the year. Uh, I it's funny because I was going to talk about this uh on a future show. I did been to it a little bit. Obviously, it, it was not unanimous by one vote who ended up being Aaron Shots of formerly football outsiders. Uh, and I forget where he is now. Um but Aaron Schatz uh, voted for your boy, Josh Allen. But everybody else voted for uh, Lamar Jackson. And uh, and then Stephen A. Smith on ESPN called out, not Aaron Schatz by name, but really went crazy saying it was a ridiculous vote and it's bullshit, et cetera, et cetera, which I, I took huge offense to because I, I'll, I'll play the videos that I've saved but when – Stephen A. Smith has ridiculous takes, right? And, I mean, they're ones that are just like, what are you talking about? Like, how how can you say th- these things? And then he comes out and blasts somebody when they're just like, I like Josh Allen because he had a phenomenal year. You know, and it was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Lamar Jackson had a good year for sure. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's other players that you could pull out and the teams would be it's terrible. Like, why didn't – you know, I mean, Mahomes didn't have a great year, but I think he still was the most valuable player. And I think Allen was probably uh, better than him.
0: Allen was by far the MVP, technically, of the quarterbacks. But if you take McCaffrey away from the 49ers, they are not nearly as uh, competitive as they are. Like, McCaffrey was incredible.
1: Yeah, he had a great year. Uh, I mean, I can see an argument. Like I, You know, it's surprising that nobody picked him, but... Um, again, everybody. But if you take Josh Allen away from the Bills, they are
0: nothing. They're garbage.
1: Yeah, you they, take are, Mahomes gar- away they from are
0: garbage. They are garbage.
1: I I would venture to say if you took Lamar Jackson away from the Ravens, it, the team would still stink. But you could probably replace him with I mean, yeah, I don't know, who's their back? Is it still Tyler Huntley or something? Like they won't be as good, but you probably like manageable. You you probably could w- get a win here and there. You try to replace Allen or Mahomes, and both those teams go right into the toilet. Yeah, they suck for sure. To your point, Bo- if, if the 49ers win, then McCaffrey, you would think, would get the MVP. Bosa right now is plus seventy five hundred. Uh, I was listening to the PFF for- uh, forecast, PFF forecast, and they were trying to come up with a, a scenario where there would be a defensive player that could get the MVP, and he was thinking Nick he Wilson.
0: would need he would need two or three sacks. He would need. A touchdown, he would need like seven, eight, maybe ten tackles. He would need such a ridiculous
1: two and a half sacks and a presence all game long could get it. Could get you there. I mean, that's a lot. That's a that's a that's a big game. two and a half sacks against Mahomes is is asking for a lot. Uh-
0: I don't care. You need turnovers, dude. No, no, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna win without turnovers.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well. Anyway. All right. So off the MVP bets. Uh. Th- those were Chris's bets in there. Uh. Again. I just a quick rundown. He's got a multi-leg parlay. Rice touched anytime touchdown. McCaffrey two touchdowns. Debo over eighty yards rushing receiving. Both in over eight and a half tackles. Then you have uh Young for your first sack. You have Tranquil for first sack. You have a first interception by Bolton, and then you have a Bosa TD and a Sneed TD. Um, and you put basically 100 on all those with 50 and a couple of, uh, on the last two. So, um, I went differently. Uh, I have 48. I, I, I put more money down. I did My first pick is 1000 bucks on San Francisco minus the two. Um, I like San Francisco in this game. Yes, uh, Purdy scares me. Mahomes scares me. But all things being equal... I think San Francisco has the better team. Uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of Shanahan, and so you know what I I also tried to figure out a way that I could get some kind of parlay in here outside of just taking San Francisco and the minus two. And so what I did was on top of my San Francisco minus two bet for a thousand, which you know just pulls in 1,900, right? I did San Francisco three three tier parlay, three leg parlay. San Francisco minus a half a point at halftime, so they'll San Francisco with the lead at half. San Francisco minus two on the full game to complement my my pick already, and then over forty seven and a half points. So basically, San Francisco all the way, high scoring game, and then they 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 get over, and then I put a hundred for four fifty five on that one. So that that was all my San Francisco picks, and then I went into um, you know the, the players. And I did McCaffrey, two touchdowns, 100 there to pull 335. I did a Purdy anytime touchdown because, I, you know, I, I could see him after last game with his scramble ability down in the red zone pulling off a scramble for a touchdown, um, especially if they're blitzing and he rolls outside, whatever. And he was getting good odds on it, so I took Purdy anytime <coughs> touchdown, 100 for 750. Kittle, first touchdown because I you know Kittle is a, is a decent part of their offense and got good odds 50 for 600 for Kittle first touchdown I took Watson on Kansas City anytime touchdown 50 for 350 only because there are times that, you know throughout the year that he's looked Watson's way and I you know it was worth it for me to throw the 50 down. It's
0: so funny. I almost said that.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, he, he goes to them. He hits them in big spots. And, you know, 50 for 350? Go ahead. Give it to me. Um, and then I did do two pro- novelty props. I did the Gatorade color. I did water and lemon-lime. I put 50 on each. Water is at, uh, I, I got 50 for 500 on that one. And then lemon-lime, 50 for 300. And, uh, and that did it. That's, like, the only novelty prop I could get into, uh, you know. I, I think I hit it a couple of years ago, and I forget what color I had. Um, but I think orange might be the, the leader in the clubhouse right now. But uh, I didn't do any MVPs. I might look at that later. But as it is, I put that down. And hopefully, you know, things work out the way that I want. And San Francisco, you know, runs away with it. McCaffrey gets a couple of touchdowns, and I walk away with some extra change. Still won't help. Uh, you know, the cause because I have lost a lot on the year, but it would be solid to end the year on a positive note. So uh, anything else from you, Chris, before we punch out here, you're looking forward to Usher, Usher in the halftime show, Apple music. Not
0: really, to be honest. I, I can't tell you the last halftime show I actually watched all the way through, probably the one when we were at the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: Really? Oh, you didn't watch a couple of years ago when they had Dre and uh, Dre Snoop. Well, we're usually like we're typically at a party, out a party, or party. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's it's tough to like hear, and you're trying to like eat while the halftime is going. And
1: I like the Dre Snoop halftime show. I thought that one was good. I thought Rihanna was a disaster. I thought that was so boring. Uh, she was on. She was pregnant during the whole thing, and you know she was on the multiple levels. I just, I, I, I don't know. Like don't give me a pregnant halftime performer. <laughs> just you know. Uh yeah, but whatever. Uh, that was my opinion. But uh Usher is gonna be doing I think Usher will be good. Usher'll be good. He's a good performer. Uh does he have a Yeah, he's a good performer. Does he have a Vegas residency right now? I, I, don't I think he does, but I, I can't keep up I don't with it. They're giving residencies out left and right. It's like impossible to keep up with it. Um let's see. Usher Vegas residency. I think they are. Um uh, this is really uh keeping people fucking tuned in. Uh yeah. Uh Usher says his Vegas residency will be reflected in his Super Bowl halftime show. So that's what Usher's been doing nowadays. So. Uh but yeah, all right. So that will do it for us. We will punch out here. What are you doing for the game, Chris? Uh, it depends
0: if the kids are feeling, if Christian's feeling better after his nap. We're gonna go to a party. If not, we're just we'll watch it here.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my family is out of town. They were down in Florida by you, uh, and they're flying back during the Super Bowl, which is why I said no thanks. I'm gonna stay here. Um, and so I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might just go to a bar for a half. I might just sit on my ass and do nothing and just watch the game by myself. Alas, uh, Maddo Russo, who's saying that I just want to sit and watch the game by myself. Uh, he was on oh, whatever radio,
0: Road. Yeah, bro. Eat point. some, eat some edibles, and just watch some football.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's the last thing. I'll be sleeping by halftime. No thanks. So, uh, all right. Well, without further ado, good luck, everybody. Enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday, and all the best to your bets. Uh, remember to gamble responsibly, as they always say. So, uh, Chris, enjoy all the best of the family, and I'll talk to you probably after the game. Adios. See you guys.